More to Life is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Today on More to Life, Fire Alarm. Are you feeling burned out? We're going to help you recover your strength, passion, and purpose. Give us a call at 877-573-7825. Everyone says they want to have a great marriage and family and personal life. Well, the theology of the body reveals how you can actually achieve it. More to Life. The happiest couples know how to say I do to each other every moment of every day. Surprising. Relevant. Hopeful. Angela, let's not just settle for stopping your son's behavior. Exactly. Let's talk about the kind of young man you want to raise. Practical. Theology of the body-based answers for every part of your life. God's original blueprint didn't include depression and anxiety. Yeah, that's a human invention. God wants to set you free. Let's talk about making that happen. The life you were meant to live through the theology of the body. More to life. Good morning, folks. You're listening to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. And I'm Lisa Popchak. And you are listening to More to Life. Today's show is titled Fire Alarm as we talk about feeling burned out. You know, are stressful situations wearing you down? Is there a particular problem in your life or relationships? know that you're tired of dealing with maybe uh, you feel like you're working hard on challenges you face in your life but you're not really getting anywhere and when you think about that person or situation do you feel just like i just can't even well you might be dealing with burnout give us a call let us help you rediscover your strength passion and purpose 877-573-7825 again the number 877-573 7825. If you just get in that place with somebody or some situation and you're thinking, not again, <clears throat> not anymore, don't want to, don't have the energy to deal with it, or it brings up your emotional temperature and you find yourself getting angry, frustrated, just, just done in by the slightest push in the direction of that thing that's wearing you down, well, you need new skills and you need a lot of grace and we're here to help you connect with both today on more to life give us a call at 877-573-7825 that's 877-573-7825 because the fact is you know we do tend to get worn down by all the stuff that happens in life and it's hard to keep up that energy and feel like you know i can respond to this gracefully i can keep doing this you know whatever this is and um you know we can just start going through the motions and at that point we start feeling burned out because you when you lose that motivation when you lose that sort of sense of direction of where you're going and what you're doing it for then you can just feel like, well, what's the point? I'm just going to phone it in. But the more we do that, the more depressed, the more frustrated, the more frazzled we feel. And we want to help you approach those situations with a new sense of purpose, a new sense of direction, and with a clearer sense of what you should do. So let's talk it out. 877-573-7825. Again, that number is 877 877- Five seven three seventy eight twenty five. So, whatever the situation, whether you're 
feeling burned out in your marriage. You've been trying to do all the right things and the pieces just don't seem to be coming together in the way that you want them to. You put in effort and then it gets depleted again in some way. Whether it's the parenting thing where you feel like you're doing all the things all the time and it's not really giving you the joy or the fulfillment that you feel like it should whether there are friendships or family relationships that are wearing you down or whether it's the job or lack of one that's getting to you wherever you are in your life if you need some a boost let's say that a boost today a sense of how to get on with it with a right goodwill as they would say a way to really feel like you can connect with your passion and your purpose and who you are in God's grace. Well, we're here to help you today. Give us a call, 877-573-7825. That's 877-573-7825. Every day on More to Life, we take a look at the topic of the day through the lens of St. John Paul's theology of the body. And for folks who aren't aware of what that is, when St. John Paul was Pope, he gave a series of reflections over the course of about five years on how we can prayerfully reflect on God's creation and discover a lot about God's plan for living a more abundant life and having healthier, holier relationships. Burnout is effort minus meaning. The theology of the body speaks to this when it reminds us of the difference between work and toil before the fall. The work that Adam and Eve did to tend the garden was joyful and fulfilling. It had purpose and meaning, and their efforts literally produced good fruit. But after the fall, because sin knocked the entire world out of order, work became toil. The earth fought back against their efforts to cultivate it. Their work felt like a struggle. They lost sight of the purpose of their efforts, and work became something that divided them instead of making them feel united for a common purpose. This is the basis of burnout. When our efforts seem meaningless, especially when it comes to our efforts to work on our relationships. Reclaiming our joy in the face of burnout means reconnecting with the meaning and purpose behind what we're doing and approaching our work and relationships in a way that enables us to feel more connected to God, more connected to the people around us, and, for that matter, our own best selves. It often takes making a conscious effort to step back from what we're doing and then intentionally remind ourselves why we're doing it, who we're doing it for, and what our goal is in choosing to do it in the first place. And then we need to ask ourselves if the way we're doing something is really serving those goals. And if not, it's time to make some changes. You know, God doesn't want us to settle for grinding our way through the day in our work, life, or relationships. Burnout can be a sign that we're starting to settle, and that we need to step back and practice what the theology of the body calls receptivity by giving our situation to God, asking him how he wants us to approach the work, role, or challenges in front of us, and listening to his voice guiding us through. And when we do that, his grace will bring the meaning, purpose, and joy back into our lives. We're taking your calls about overcoming stress and burnout today on More to Life. Call up and share 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. Is there a stressful situation wearing you down? 
Is there a particular problem in your life or relationships you're just tired of having to deal with? Maybe you feel like you're working hard on the challenge, but you're not really getting anywhere. Or that relationship is never improving no matter what you do. Let's talk it out at 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. Let's take our concerns to the Lord, and we'll start taking your calls. In the name of the the Father, Father, the the Son, Son, and the the Holy Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, we come into your presence and we bring you all those situations in our life, our relationships, where we just feel burned out. We feel like the harder we try, the less progress we make. And we just ask you, Lord, to give us the wisdom to be able to step back, to reconnect with you and your grace, to connect with the people who love us and you've placed in our lives to support us, and help us to connect with our best selves as well. Help us to reclaim our energy and work through the power of your grace to approach those situations in new and graceful ways so that we can always find ways to glorify you in all that we do. We ask all this through the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary and in the name of the the Father, Father, the the Son, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Pope St. John Paul the Great. Pray for us. Today on More to Life, fire alarm as we talk about being burned out. We want to help you recover your strength, passion, and purpose. Give us a call at 877-573-7825. Again, that number is 877-573-7825. We're talking now with Frank, who's listening to EWTN Radio in Pennsylvania on Holy Spirit Radio. Hi, Frank. Welcome to More to Life. What's going on? Hey, good morning. I'm asking, Melissa, the burnout, my burnout isn't like work-related or anything like that. My, I guess call it medical burnout. I got okay. a ton of di- different medical problems affecting me, and there's no cure for it. There's no treatment for it. I tried different doctors. There's nothing they can do. They think they can help, but then nothing nothing comes out. They try something different, and nothing comes out. I tried different doctors, medical doctors, naturopathic doctors, chiropractors, acupuncture. Anything imagine, nothing's getting better. I'm just fed up. Frank, tired so, so, so generally speaking, kind of what, what? How does how does how do these things affect you? Are they they preventing you? F- from from working or from yeah, functioning in some way? How I does, can't leave the house. Right now it affects my vision. I can barely see. It affects the muscles, every muscle in my body. I have difficulty walking. I need to walk or get around by just bumping the things all the time. Digestion problems. I'm, I'm stuck in the house. I say to the doctors, I need people to help me to do things. I see. I'm so sorry that you're going through that. And, and what's your question for us then? How can we help you today? How do you handle that kind of burnout? It's not like job related. It's just, it's a life... It's a late no, problem. Of course, I, I think that that the most important thing, you know, in the face of all of this, you know, the the real the ongoing challenge, right, is is how do you see yourself as more than a patient? You know, how can you see yourself as as a gift, and how can you find little ways to make a difference in the lives uh, in, in the lives of others? Because you know, when we get so stuck in that place where there's nothing we can do about a particular health problem, um, we we can feel like. I can't contribute anything. Especially when you can't leave your home. It really can make you feel that deep sense of not being able to help anyone. But, you know, you said that you really rely on other people to, you know, take you to the doctor or get, you know, you do grocery shopping or, or help you get around. Um, and even though this might not seem like a lot, I would say for the short term, you want to make it your goal to find ways to really make those day, those people's lives a little easier or more pleasant by being trying to be cheerful with them, asking about their well-being, what's going on in their life, 
being finding ways to be a support to them, praying for them and with them, um, and really looking for ways that you can be a, a small gift to others, even with the circumstances that you're in. Because you, you, you could never really underestimate the power of a witness when somebody, when everybody knows that someone is suffering, but they're, they're working hard to bear it well. And I'm not suggesting you deny the pain that you're no, in not at all. or pretend that you're better off than you are. But if, it, when we're dealing with serious problems like you're describing, we can get kind of self-focused. And I'm not suggesting that you're doing that. I'm just saying it's a temptation for all of us. And, and it can really help to, to ask yourself and to pray about, you know, how can I make a difference in the lives of those people who are in my life, who are helping me. How can, you know, I, I, back in the day, I used to do a lot of hospice work, and these are folks who have struggling with a temp- terminal illness, and I would visit with them and their families and do counseling with them. Um, and of course, these were people with very serious health problems, often with six months or less to live. And, and there were some patients who really got consumed by those health concerns, understandably and legitimately so. And then there were other patients who really, you know, recognized what was going on and were honest about their struggles, but really tried hard to be a blessing to their nursing staff, to, to me, to their family, um, you know, by, by asking about them and by praying for them and by being you know, kind to those people. And, 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 those, and those folks were a real blessing and a, and a powerful witness. And I just, you know, Frank, I, as, I, as we add you to our More to Life prayer list for your healing, that God would be able to relieve the suffering that you're going through uh, while you wait for that healing uh, and while you continue to seek opportunities for that healing. I just want to encourage you to remember that you are a gift and to embrace that and look for ways to be that gift to others because the more you can do that, the more you can feel less, more like you feel like you're, you're doing something and you'll be less burned out. I also want to encourage you, Frank, that in your situation where you are spending so much time stuck in the house, not being able to go anywhere, to really remember that you are not ever alone, that you have God with you every second of every day, you have the communion of saints with you every second of every day, and you need to be really pouring out your heart to God about this, and not just in a why kind of way, but really saying, Lord, I don't know what to make of this. I don't know how to give you complete control over this. I don't know if there are next steps you want me to take. Only you know the path you have for me and what you want me to make of this. And I need you to reveal this to me as I take any steps every day to just even get through my day. Never mind track down down a way to heal all of this. You know, it can be amazing what God can do in our isolation and our silences if we allow him in to our minds, to our hearts, to our souls, and to any next steps that we are called to take. And as we add you to our prayer list, Frank, I deeply encourage you to just just pour it all out to God and ask him to help you surrender to whatever he's asking you to make of the situation you're in right now. Thank you, Frank, for the call. Uh, I wish I could take away the rest of the suffering, uh, but I, you know, I think that, as we said earlier in the show here, burnout is effort minus meaning. And the more you can find little ways to be a blessing to others, the more you're going to be able to bring meaning back into your life. And until you, and while you seek that relief from your suffering, um, and seek the healing, and while we pray for that. In the meantime, the more you're able to be that blessing to others, in spite of the pain that you're in and the difficulties you're struggling with, the more meaning you'll bring into your life. 
Thank you so much for the call. 877-573-7825. Again, that number, 877-573-7825. We're talking about stress and burnout. And, you know, burnout can affect work, as, as Frank was mentioning, but it's not just about that. It's really any, any part of our lives where we feel like we're making a lot of effort but not getting a lot back. Um, and that could be in parenting. That could be dealing with a particular problem that we're facing. That could be really anything. And if you are struggling in some, some situation in your life or relationships where you feel like you're working really hard, but you're just not getting where you want to go, if you feel like there's a particular challenge that you're facing in your life or relationships that you're just tired of dealing with and you're not sure how to find that, that new approach that will help open up that door, that approach that will help you bring that sense of meaning and purpose back into your life, give us a call at 877-573-7825. Again, that number, 877-573-7825. Our show today is titled Burnout, excuse me, Fire Alarm. Let us help you overcome the burnout that you're facing and reconnect with your strength, passion, and purpose. 877-573-7825. Back in a minute. He is only one of four popes honored as the great. Matthew Bunsen and the Doctors of the Church. St. Leo I was pope at a time when Roman civilization was being overrun by barbarian armies. He stood as a light in the darkness and even saved the city of Rome from destruction by Attila and the Huns. Leo died in 461. For more about the Doctors of the Church, visit doctorsofthechurch.com. This program is brought to you by the following nonprofit underwriter. Finding health care for yourself and your family can be isolating and confusing. That's why the Catholic Health Alternative, CMF Curo, is offering Christ-centered health sharing for individuals and families, along with new wellness services to help heal and restore your whole person, spirit, mind, and body. Visit cmfcuro.com to find out more. That's cmfcuro.com, where you can experience Christ's healing love in your health and wellness. I would always hear from uh, different people at non-Catholic churches that Catholics were going to hell or that they really didn't know who the Lord was. The Catholic Church is not all what people say it is. I mean, it's completely different. There's so many stereotypes. It's very possible to know the Lord, and it's very possible to have a relationship with God in the Catholic Church. I believe I was born into the Catholic Church, and that's where I belong. If you've been away from the Catholic Church, visit catholicscomehome.org. Would you get on a plane that doesn't have a pilot? Investing in passive index mutual funds may present the same issue. The Ave Maria mutual funds are actively managed by seasoned investment professionals to help you meet your investment goals in a morally responsible way. Ave Maria funds are managed to conform to pro-life and pro-family values. Long-term investors could invest in the no-load Ave Maria mutual fund. You can learn more about the Ave Maria mutual funds at 866-AVE-MARIA or visit AveMariaFunds.com. Welcome back to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa Popchak. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak, and today's show is titled Fire Alarm, as we talk about being burned out. And, you know, burnout doesn't just affect work. It it affects everything we do. Uh, Burnout is effort minus meaning. And if you feel like you're working on a relationship that's important to you, but you're not getting where you need to go with it, you can get burned out, whether that's in parenting or marriage or another relationship, if you're working on something, 
a problem, for example, that you're facing, and you're just not making progress. Again, you know, the effort minus meaning leads to burnout. So is there a situation that you're wrestling with that's causing you to feel kind of done? <laughs> kind of like, I just can't even. Well, you might be dealing with burnout. We want to help you rediscover your strength, passion, and purpose and discover the answers you're looking for. So give us a call at 877-573-7825. I have a message here, Greg, from Susan, who's listening to EWTN Radio in Michigan on Ave Maria Radio. And she says, I'm feeling like I'm being taken advantage of when it comes to taking care of my grandchildren. They think, my children, think that because I'm retired, I should be always available whenever they need someone to care for the kids or to pick them up from school or to take them to an activity. I end up being exhausted and burned out from the daily grind of it all. I also pay for the food that we have while we're out and about, and I love my children and my grandchildren, but I worked hard at being a mother. And I was always happy to do so. But I thought that I'd be able to have a bit of time for my own life in my retirement. And that's not happening. And I don't know what to do to get my joy back and feel this sense of life that you guys are talking about. And that's Susan in Michigan. Susan, thank you so much for the message. And, you know, it's, it's, it's beautiful to, to be in that grandparenting role and be able to be a support to, to your kids and, and your grandkids. But it is okay to say that you have needs too, and and to be honest about that, and be able to you know to say, look, I, I'm I'm able to watch the kids here or in this situation, but I can't watch you know, but I need this time for this thing. I mean, and and sometimes we feel selfish doing that, but we do have to take care of ourselves so that we can be, uh, we can give joyful service to others. You know, I think that that we have a tendency to think that. Um, you know, I just need to give and give and give. And, and of course, you know, it's a privilege to be able to, to use our gifts and talents and time and treasure to, to be a blessing to others as you're being. But the Lord loves a cheerful giver, <laughs> right? <And laughs> that that's, doesn't that's mean true. you smile and fake your way through it. No, what it means is that you, you have to make sure that you're not just giving, but you're not giving to the, in a way or to the degree that you're becoming resentful and it's poisoning the relationship. You know, taking care of yourself and and asking, you know, well, what are some small ways that I can attend to the things that are important to me, enable you to give cheerfully, so that you feel like you're getting something from the relationship instead of just burning yourself out in the relationship. Yeah, you know, I strongly encourage you, Susan, to plan your own life as though it was your job. You know, if you if you were still working and you had to be at a job or at a meeting for certain hours, you would put that in your schedule. And if your kids called and said, hey, mom, can you pick up the kids from school? You'd say, no, I'm sorry. I have a business meeting. I can't do that right now. Make a plan for your life where you are feeling like you are getting those needs that you hoped for met, whether it's a day off of just being at home and self-care or it's going to a class or it's visiting with a friend or it's going to the gym. Plan those things out with a slight eye to, of course, you know, what the schedule might be for your kids. But have that, like, written in your planner or on your phone so that you can let them know, even a week ahead. Hey, guys, I've got a lot on my calendar this week. Let's plan when I'll be available and when I won't be so they're not calling so much at the last minute unless somebody is really sick. The other thing I'm really picking up from your message here is that you're feeling like you're being taken for granted. 
When we are caregivers for anyone, our grandchildren, our adult parents, whoever that is, we often begin to feel like we're being used and just treated as a thing or best case scenario, maybe an employee. What we're probably lacking when we're feeling that is a real relationship with the people we're serving. So if the only time you get to see your kids and your grandkids is when they are using you to meet that physical need of taking care of the children, you're getting an imbalance. You're not working from a place of love and relationship. So on top of having that schedule that I'm talking about, I would strongly encourage you to say to your children, you know, I love being with my grandchildren, but I miss you guys. And I miss just having time with everybody that isn't about me running everybody to everywhere and providing for their care. Let's make sure we're scheduling one or two nights during the course of a month where we're just getting together and having fun. You don't have to make a big meal. You can go out to dinner. You can go to, you know, trivia at a restaurant. You can all gather in the park and have a picnic on the decent days. Whatever that is that would let you guys have fun. Get tickets to something. But make it not about filling that need for child care. Make it about being a family and friends with each other because that's going to make taking care of your grandkids feel balanced, feel like something it's doing as part of your relationship and love rather than you just being, you know, a space filler so somebody is taking care of the children. I think if you do those two things, you'll be drawing some comfortable boundaries for everybody, letting everybody know what can be expected of you and filling that emotional tank for you relationally. Susan, thank you so much for the message. And, and, you know, again, for anybody who's listening, you know, that, that, that idea of bringing kind of the relationship back into the, the role is really um, what the, what's the best cure for burnout. And we're taking your calls right now at 877-573-7825. Our show is titled Fire Alarm as we talk about stress and burnout. And we want to help you rediscover your sense of strength passion and purpose in all of your relationships and all the things you do. Are you experiencing something that's wearing you down? A stressful situation that's hard to deal with? A relationship problem that you feel stuck trying to handle? We want to help you find the answers you're seeking and rediscover that connection, strength, passion, and purpose that will help you overcome the burnout you're feeling in your life. Give us a call. The number is 877-573- 7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. More to life. We'll be back with more of your questions coming up right after the break. Stick around. Catholic Connection with Teresa Tomio. We listen to all kinds of things, as the Pope says. The radio, the TV, we listen to our phones, all kinds of other messages. But are we silencing ourselves enough that we may listen for God? The other thing we need to do is continue to educate ourselves on the faith. Are we listening to Catholic programming on a regular basis? Are we attending really good, healthy, faith-filled conferences to learn more from those who may be scripture scholars or apologists or maybe just a good talk from a spiritual leader or maybe watching a good video of a wonderful priest such as a Father John Ricardo or a Bishop Barron or someone else? So continue to, as Father John Harden used to say, educate, educate, educate yourself in the Catholic faith. 
Catholic Connections, Teresa Tomio. Weekdays, 9 a.m. Eastern, on EWTN Radio. Father Benedict Groeschel. I don't think people should have negative fears of God. But I think you should get a lump in your throat. You should feel excited. Suppose I was going to take you and introduce you to the Pope or to the President of some country or something. You might get a lump in your throat. Forget it. Every day, you, I, live and move and have our being in the presence of God. These are the class of feelings we should have. And we should have them to an intense degree if we really had the sight of Almighty God. These feelings are the feelings which we shall have if we realize His presence. And in proportion, as we believe that He is present, we shall have them. And not to have them is not to realize, not to believe that God is present to us. EWTN. Live Truth. Live Catholic. Hi, I'm Lisa Popchak. Nothing taxes our relationship with our adult kids as much as the expectation that they should obey us. As parents, we remember when our children were little and we could get away with because I said so. Although we don't recommend that approach at any stage, we guarantee that you will fail to communicate with your adult children if you demand obedience. The Catechism of the Catholic Church notes, Obedience towards parents ceases with the emancipation of our children. Certainly, our children owe us their respect, just as any human being owes respect to others in a relationship. But our adult children aren't obliged to do what we say. Catholic parents are still called to help our adult kids lead godly adult lives, but we're called to do it as mentors and witnesses not masters and commanders. To learn how you can have a healthy mentoring relationship with your adult kids, check out our book, Having Meaningful and Sometimes Difficult Conversations with Your Adult Sons and Daughters, or visit catholiccounselors.com. Welcome back, folks. You're listening to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. I'm Lisa Popchak. And today on More to Life, Fire Alarm, as we talk about feeling burned out and stressed out from all the challenges that we face. Is there a particular stressful situation that's wearing you down, not just at work, but really any part of your life? Uh, Is there a particular problem you're dealing with in your relationships and you're just tired of having to handle it? Maybe you feel like there's something that you're wrestling with and you're just not making the progress that you want. Burnout is, mi- is effort minus meaning. So if you feel that that describes some part of your life, we want to help you rediscover your sense of strength, passion, and purpose, and find the answers you're looking for. Give us a call. We'll help you overcome those challenging situations. 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. Let's talk now with Andres, listening in California on Sirius XM 130. Andres, welcome to More to Life. How can we help you out? Hi, I was just talking about, um, I'm an RA, actually, I live uh, in Canton, Ohio, at Walsh University. Oh, okay. And, um, yeah. Well, I'm an RA. You're very familiar with Walsh University, yeah. That's awesome. Um, I'm an RA, and some of my friends would also agree with me that 
we're often given tasks that are outside of our job description and um our supervisor of course we respect them um but you know we have lives too with school and extracurriculars and sometimes even another job uh on top sure. of our classes and um to give you an example um we were once told you know two days in advance like hey there's this abandoned room um on our floor and he's like our supervisor wanted us to clear it all out many many bed pieces and when we try to tell him that hey we might need like a week in advance uh to get this job uh test done properly he uh, suggested that we might pull in some of our residents and have them do it which um me and my fellow ras were saying like you know i don't think that's fair that's basically just using them as free labor and you know if you fight him and tell him um, that you kind of disagree, you're going to hear it really fast uh, back. And it, it's just like kind of a challenge to be respectful and keep a good uh, relationship while also doing an adequate job. And um, it's just kind of creating a lot of stress. And and if he, you know, hands it right back to you and is cranky and nasty, what effect does that have on you guys practically, temporally? Could he fire you? Would it affect, you know, your 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 ability to work for the school and get through it or is it just that he's in a bad temper and he really can't have any real effect on your life um a lot of it is um i mean he could potentially fire us maybe in the next round he's always looking for new employees but i think it's also like it's a small campus and so you know running into him and things like that like you want to keep a good reputation there um sure as like a, an employee because we're uh, technically employed by a school and I don't know I think it just I, I'm, I've always been raised in a way that I want to do a good job and I don't try to disappoint people sure. when I've asked, been asked to do something I want to do it but I also want to be reasonable on how to do it so so have you raised the issue of, of, of certain things being outside your job description and what, what, what does he say about that if, if you brought it up um, well Basically, he's like, the thing is, I asked you to do that. And that's kind of what he says. He just says, and that shouldn't matter why or how or when. And he kind of said that blanketedly uh, to me when I asked him, even like, you know, like, what do you need the room for? I wasn't like suggesting that I wouldn't clean it out, but I was saying, I'm just wondering, you know, what we need the room for. Um, and he's like, it shouldn't matter. And he never told me. He said, it's just that I asked you to do it. Um, is there is there somebody, and I'm not suggesting you go over his head, but I'm just curious about the chain of command here. Is there somebody over him? Um, there are, um, but they're more distant. It's harder to reach out to them. I could probably send an email, maybe. Well, um, no, and I, what I'm saying, don't don't do that yet. I'm not, I don't, I'm not wanting you to go around him. I'm just wanting to understand if he's the ultimate authority in this, or if there's somebody that, if a push came to shove, that could kind of mediate for you. That's all. So, I so let me so let me throw out some. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I would say there's like uh, vice presidents and things that are in charge of the overall. Yeah. All right. Systems could be over him. All right. So, so a couple of thoughts here. I mean, f- first of all, um, you know, I, I think it's okay. For, uh, even though you've tr- you've tried to address this already, I, I think it's okay to go to him um, when when he's not asking you to do something. Yeah, I was going yeah. to say same circumstance. Don't don't wait for. Um, you know, him to need you to do something to have this conversation and go to him and say, you know, look, we, I want to be helpful. And, and if you, you know, if you, the other RAs feel that way, go together as a group 
because uh, there's strength in numbers, and go to him and say, look, I, I, we want to be helpful, and we want to do what we, we need to do, you know, or what you need us to do, you know, and yet, you know, we do have a job description, and we do, we count on having the time that we need to do our classes or other work, um, and so, you know, anything beyond that, you know, and that you ask us to do does interfere with uh, our ability to do the main jobs that are in our description. So it's not just a matter of, you know, we, you, us doing what you ask. It's that we have to make a plan for doing the main things that are in the job description. And anything else beyond that uh, cuts into the other time that we need. Uh, and so um, we, we'd really like to work out what is it that you need us to pay closest attention to so that we can budget our time better. And have that conversation. I realize that you don't think it'll go well, and it may not go well. Um, but that's got to be the next step, where you try to address it, not in the middle of the situation where he's asking you to do something, but as a, as a sort of a preventative approach, where you kind of raise the issue. To, and again, if you can go together, so much the better. But it allows you to say, hey, I'm all in. I want to do what you need, but I have these other obligations that I'm actually here at Walsh to do, namely get my degree and keep up the jobs I have that are allowing me to pay for my degree, including this one. But I, I love it here. I'm all in. I'm all about making this dorm what it needs to be, but I need it to work within my schedule. So if you can, A, give us these times, you know, let us know ahead of time. The thing that I would strongly caution you to do is not fall into asking him the why of things. He just wants you to do what he wants you to do, and whatever they use that room for, doesn't really affect whether you have time or not. So don't get sidetracked with, well, why do you need it anyway? And you might be right. He might just be coming up with things. He might think, you know, if the vice president goes by and a room is messy, he'll get in trouble. But when you do that, you're giving him more power. You're letting him elevate his emotional temperature, and you're not getting your need met. So really going to him and saying, I want to be all in on this, but... In order to survive being at school and being able to really be there for the residents that I'm supposed to be helping through all this, I have to be able to do it well and on a good timetable, and I really have to be a good example to them about how to manage time, and so I'm working hard on that. So if you can give us some some time to be able to schedule it in, and here are the times that I may be free that allows him to know that you're really working hard to meet his needs, you're not being disagreeable, and that gives you something to work with that then, if heaven forbid you need to go over his head, you have a way of saying, this is what I did. Um, secondly, if, if he's asking you to do something that's, that's outside the job description, you know, um, and, and really it's not just that you feel that it is, but it really is outside the job description, then, then I, you can say, you know, okay, well, I will do my best to get that done, but just because he said something has to be done, say, in the, over the, after the weekend or by the weekend, I mean, it, it takes the time it takes, right? And if you, I, what I would say is look at your calendar and see how much time do you have to give to that. Uh, if you have an hour, if you have two hours, if you have three hours, whatever it is, you do that and limit yourself to that. And if it's not done, then you get it done over the course of the rest of the week. And he, he just kind of has to deal because, you know, we just because a boss, and this is an important life skill when you're out of college and, and in the workplace, you know, just because your boss says X has to be done by Y time doesn't mean it's physically possible to do that. And it's important for us to be able to set those kinds of boundaries that, that say, well, you know, I, I, I gave as much time to this as I absolutely had, and I will get the rest of it done as I can. 
and we you know and that helps to manage people's expectations he might not like it but he's going to have to live with it and that's how you guys can can learn to work together uh, moving forward andres stick to what it this is about for you this is about you having time to be the best ra and the best member of the walsh community that you can if he says hey get the other residents to do it you know what that's not exactly on your plate right if he wants to put up a sign that says hey we need volunteers to clean out this room this week and all the kids or a particular group who does service on walsh you know campus because i know that exists decides to make that a volunteer thing or they just want the social experience of getting together and moving furniture out of a room that's up to them you know you don't have to be that that go-between between those residents and that job you put up a sign and said hey we're looking for volunteers it's their choice whether they show up make this just about your schedule and how much you can do without bleeding out your time and having it affect your gpa and your other jobs yeah um and then the last point is if you try these things and it's not working that's whenever you need to go to the person who's over him and and better again strength in numbers if you can get a couple of the other ras together to go to that person and say look you know we are happy to work and but here's what we understand our job to be here's the amount of time we understand our job is supposed to take we're trying to budget our time based on that information and we're constantly getting feedback that that's not enough we're not sure how to handle that and and so approach it that way don't complain about him ask for clarification about the job uh, and the time that you're actually uh, supposed to be putting in Andres, thank you so much for the call. If there's more that we can do to support you, don't hesitate to reach out to us here. We'd be happy to talk again. Thanks for tuning in. 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. We're talking about burnout today on our show titled Fire Alarm. You know, burnout is effort minus meaning. And we can experience that in any part of our life. You know, when we're working on our relationships and whether it's a parenting situation that we just don't feel like we're making progress on, a marriage situation that we're struggling with, a a personal struggle that we're facing that we just feel like, you know, what's the point? (laughs) Any of those situations where we feel like we're putting a lot of effort in, but but it's just not bearing fruit. We want to help you find the answers you're looking for and rediscover your sense of strength, passion, and purpose. Give us a call. The number is 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. As we head out to our break, it's time for our scripture of the day, which comes to us from Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31. But they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Amen. You know, but this is more than just an affirmation from God. It's it's not just, you know, empty pious promises. God is really when he says, you know, they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. We have a tendency not to wait for the Lord. We have a tendency to say, I'm going to go do this by myself, Lord. I'll see you on the other side. And then we get burned out because we're doing it on our own power. Waiting for the Lord doesn't mean sitting around waiting for him to take care of it, but it does mean saying, Lord, teach me how to respond to this situation in a way that would glorify you, that will help me be my best self, that will help the people around me be their best selves too. And then we, then we can move into that, really reflecting prayerfully on that question. 
And the more we can do that, the more we'll have fulfilled the scripture in our lives by waiting on the Lord and renewing our strength through the grace that he gives us to respond to those challenges. 877-573-7825. We're talking about burnout today on More to Life and overcoming those stressful situations that are wearing you down. Give us a call. Let's talk it out together. 877-573-7825. More to Life will continue with your calls and questions right after the break. This program is brought to you in part by Charity Mobile, a proud partner of Ave Maria Radio for over 15 years. Charity Mobile is the pro-life cell phone company and has sent nearly $2 million to thousands of pro-life charities. 4G LTE coverage is available nationwide, and 5% of your monthly plan price goes to your favorite pro-life charity. A video introduction is available at CharityMobile.com. Charity Mobile, everyday living, effortless giving. CharityMobile.com. Do you have an unrelated twin, a doppelganger walking around somewhere? I'm Chuck Gatica, and this is Journey Strong. Scripture points to many who may have been actual twins. Doubting Thomas, one of the twelve apostles, may have been a twin. His surname is Didymus, which means double or twofold. Is it possible for each of us to have a twin of sorts, an unrelated person who so closely resembles us that they pass for a twin? Research cited by Dr. Peter Atia indicates that 99.9% of the human genome is identical across all humans. So it is possible that at least one of the billions on Earth could have a slight bit more genetic material that makes them look like me or you. But it isn't just looks. Even certain behaviors studied tend to be more similar in lookalikes. The next time someone says you look like George Clooney, research says it's possible. For more on this, look for the Journey Strong tab at the homepage of AveMariaRadio.net. Hello, Steve Ray here. Everything in the Bible and in the Catholic Church starts with a book of Genesis. It reveals to us God's plan for mankind. Yet Genesis can be daunting, especially given the scientific discoveries of the last few centuries. Well, that's where I come in with my new book, Genesis, a Bible study guide and commentary. Discover a thoroughly Catholic approach to this exciting and dramatic ancient narrative that is so often misunderstood. You can get the book now on the store page at AveMariaRadio.net. Check it out. Want more tips for living a more joyful, abundant life through the gift of the theology of the body? Well, and follow us on Facebook at More to Life with Dr. Greg and Lisa, and on Twitter and Instagram at Catholic Counselors. We'll see you there. Thank you for joining us today on More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa Popcheck. I'm Dr. Greg Popcheck. Today's show is titled Fire Alarm as we talk about feeling burned out. We are here for you, helping you respond more gracefully and effectively to those challenges in your life or relationships that are wearing you down. Give us a call at 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. Let's talk now with Lee, who's listening to EWTN Radio in New York. Hey, Lee. Welcome to More to Life. What's going on? Yeah, good morning. My son goes to college, and his uh, a teacher assigned a project assignment, and the project assignments are 50% of the grade, and he's a very mm-hmm. serious student. He says the other four people are not pulling their weight, and he's afraid as his grades are going down now, you know, regarding right. his project sure. assignment. 
So I don't know what, and he's like, and he's like nervous about it because he spoke yeah. to my husband and me yesterday, and he doesn't know what to do. I said, "Well, speak." Has to he the spoken with the professor? Well, right. With the professor, he said the pro- professor emailed him, but he didn't get back to him last week. So I said, "Well, he needs to. He needs to go into office hours." Yeah, when a professor does that, he needs to go and and go into office hours and have a face-to-face with the professor and lay out, you know, what exactly it is he's done on the project so far, how he's attempted Uh to contact the other members of the group and see what the professor says. Now, I will be honest with you. Some professors will say, tough, get it in, you know, whatever it is, cover it. If you want the grade, get it in. Others will do things like email the other students and say, hey, you need to be working on this project. But he won't know what to do with it until he actually has a face-to-face with his professor. Just sending an email to a college professor who sees hundreds and hundreds of kids a day, or even in a smaller school, dozens and dozens and dozens of kids a day, it's not going to get the result. Always, always tell him to make an appointment or go in when the door is open during office hours. Yeah, so that's step one, right? You know, making that contact during office hours or during class time to really, you know, get the clarification from the professor on on what what the situation is and how he should respond to the fact that the other folks aren't responding. I do think that your son could also send an email or text message to, you know, whatever, to, to the other people in his group. Um, and say, look, you know, if I don't hear back from you, bye, give a time here. I'm going to need to tell the professor that I'm doing the project by myself, right? So let them know that, that he can let them know that if they, they either get his buy-in or he either gets their buy-in or he's moving ahead without them, but he's going to let the professor know that he's the only one doing it. Um, if that doesn't work, then he needs, he, he's probably going to need to do the project by himself to get it done, which is awful, but, but you know, we've all been there. Um, and when he turns it in, make sure to include a note that says, this is what I did, and then illuminating if, if there was any other contribution from anybody else at all, so that the professor really understands, you know, who did what. Uh, the, you know, so there, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, he, he's not ratting people out inappropriately. He's just, you know, explaining the situation and describing it for what it is, and the fact that he was able to get it done without uh, their support. So, the, the, you know, the, the, again, step one, Talk to the professor. Don't just send a message. Office hours, always, always office hours. Um, secondly, you know, send that message to the people in the group saying, I need to hear from back from you by thus and such a time, or I'm going to have to go to the professor and, and, and let him know that nobody's helping me. And, and also, I will add to this, not just the, the email or the text, which is a really good way to go, but if these students are showing up for class, and I realize not everybody shows up for class in a lot of colleges, but if any of that group are showing up for class, he needs to be at that class early, and as they come through the door, say, hey, we're, we have to come up with a meeting time for the next section of our project. We have to build this. We're, our grades are going to tank if we don't. Let's get together and talk you know, in between classes, right. but he's got to approach them and he's got to pursue this. It stinks, but it's really one of the ways, unfortunately, that college students, even high school students develop leadership skills. It kind of, it's one of the ways that professors sift out who's going to make it in the long run and who's not. And those students who step up and unfortunately get stuck with all the work and still manage to do a good job on the projects are the ones who are unfortunately, it really does rot. 
but if those are the students who are developing the skills and the grit to continue on and succeed in life and the ones that never show up or never do the projects are the ones that probably aren't going to make it through college and if they do probably not going to succeed so one day your son will probably be their boss in one way or another but first steps office hours with the professor and talking face-to-face with the other students when they are in class before and after. All right, Lee, thank you so much for the call. If there's more we can do to support you, don't hesitate to reach out. And listeners, you know, we, in this time that we have left, I just wanted to re, kind of revisit this idea of what burnout is. You know, burnout, again, is, is, it's not so much about the situation. Um, it's about our approach to the situation, right? And burnout is effort minus meaning. And so we're doing the thing. We're working hard on the thing. But the harder we work, the more we feel like we're not getting the results we're looking for. What we have a tendency to do in those situations is just double down and do more of the thing that we were doing to try to address it in the first place. And, you know, as the old saying goes, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting to get a different result. But we end up getting burned out because of that. Right. We, we just work harder doing the same things we've always done to try to fix it or address it and, and then get frustrated because the meaning drains out of the situation. If that's the situation, what you need to do is step back and ask yourself, how else could I approach this? How could I approach this in a more relational way? What do I need to, in other words, what do I need to do or say to get the buy-in from the other person that I'm trying to work with? What do I need to do to get new insights or new skills or take, this, or take a different approach or pace myself differently? It's not so much that this particular task is so onerous or difficult, or, or and even if it is, um, it's, it's really my approach to that task that causes me to burn out. How could I inject more meaning into this situation? What would enable me to bring a little more joy into this, a little more connection, uh, to get more buy-in from the people around me? The more I can do that, uh, the more I can overcome that tendency to give in to burnout. Um, also, as we shared in the scripture of the day from Isaiah 40:31 waiting on the Lord. You know, it doesn't mean waiting for God to do it for me. It means being receptive. It means bringing that situation to God and saying, Lord, what I'm doing isn't working, or at least not working as well as I thought it would. Help me to know how to approach this situation in, in a way that really helps me be my best self and brings out the best in the other person too, uh, or the other people as well. And, and, and then really just reflect on those questions then about how do you get more buy-in or how can you approach it in a different way? How can you pace yourself differently so that your approach is more respectful of the energy that you have, the resources that you have, and the time that you have? And when you can do that, that's the best cure for burnout. You're infusing meaning back into the situation so that it makes the effort pay off. Well, that's all the time we've got for today's program. Thanks so much for tuning in. And if you are struggling with burnout in any area of your life or relationships, we want to help you rediscover your sense of strength, passion, and purpose and discover the answers that will help you get the relief you're looking for. Checking out resources, come on over to catholiccounselors.com where you can learn more about the Pastoral Solutions Institute's pastoral telecounseling practice where you can work with a faithful, professional Catholic counselor to help you transform your marriage, family, or personal life in the light of God's grace. Check it out along with tons of great resources to help you approach all the challenges you face in your life from a new, fresh, and grace-filled direction. That's catholiccounselors.com. And get out there and celebrate the life God has for you, because you know what? When we live in God's grace, there is so much more to life. Have a blessed day. Thanks for tuning in.
been listening to More to Life with Dr. Greg and Lisa Popchek. More to Life is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and is carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Our producer is Dan McGraw. For copies of this program or for more information, visit AveMariaRadio.net.